2: It's Fightful's The Hump with uh Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. Fightful.com. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's up you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It's January 31st, 2024. This is The Hump, our first episode. Technically since last Monday, although we did a bit of an impromptu one and it's a good thing that we did cuz there's zero chance that the stuff that we covered Tuesday could fit into this show. Uh, Jimmy, the way that I explained it is I got a call from an uh, an SI rep, a Sports Illustrated rep on Thursday saying, apologies for causing your mentions to go crazy. We got worked. And that was the most normal part of my Thursday. Saw that. That was That was the most regular part of it. There have been so many things that have unfolded especially with this Vince McMahon, WWE, John Laurinaitis lawsuit. We're going to get into that. It's going to be an extended show. There is no list goes on on Fightful Select today. Instead, you can see a quick hit interview that I did with Cody Rhodes that will be over there. That's a, a bonus on Fightful Select. There won't be a ton of Fightful Select promotion today, so I'll go ahead and get that out of the way as well. We have news on Kazuchika Okada and all the rumors. I saw a lot of misinformation out there about that. We have news on Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, how that was affected by the triceps tear during the match. We have uh, news on Brutus Creed, some possible UFC WWE crossover, as well as top merch sellers for uh, this past weekend. All that on FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. Best $54 a year in the business. Tons of shows as well over there on Fightful Select. It's not just wrestling news. And let me tell you. Going to hit you guys with some more uh, really interesting news as we turn over to February. Uh, Jimmy, how are you feeling? I did let Jimmy know we're going to front load this show with our couple of ads. That way we do not interrupt this very serious discussion that we're going to be having.
2: I'm sorry, did you say that there was misinformation online that you had to deal with? I, I was talking to you, and,
0: and I even tweeted this. Debunking information is becoming just as much of my job as... As reporting news, it's just, it's nuts. And it's not the way that I want things to be, but people can just say anything and it catches fire on social media. And all of a sudden it's a thing that I've got to look into. And I have said this to numerous wrestlers and executives. An important part of my job is that I have to ask very important people, very stupid questions because I'm not allowed to assume there are so many people that say, well, we could have assumed that. No, you can't assume that. No, you can't. Not in my line of work. You're not allowed to. You can on, you know, talking point shows. You can't in reports. But yeah, that's the, I that's mean, the nature of it.
2: One of the reasons I want to do this today is because before the Rumble, a lot of people were calling for Triple H's head for reasons that weren't true. And so that's something that I want I to wanted debunk. Uh, so like you're saying, misinformation is all over the place. I want to cover this suit. Um, and hopefully there's a lot, so many common questions I saw online, so much confusion and I want to cover all of it. I'm not going over the graphic details of it. And so people can look online, they can read the suit. Yes. It's public information. I'm not going over that, but there's a lot of, uh, potential repercussions here. This is, this might be the biggest story of 2024. I mean, Vince McMahon, the most powerful figure in the history of wrestling, one of the most influential, if not the most influential <clears throat> people in the history of wrestling. And now he's gone for good, I think. So yeah. uh, so it, it's a big story. And we got the Fightful Awards today too, Sean. 6 p.m. So Eastern.
0: Stuff. Yeah, 6 p.m. Eastern. I'm very excited about that. Jimmy has seen some of the uh, many wrestlers' talent that you will see on, on that show. Jimmy has been privy to them. It's going to be a very fun show. Should last a crisp two hours. Uh, we sold a lot of sponsors for that. I, I want to thank a lot of our Fightful viewers because these are very expensive, as Jimmy knows. They're very, very expensive to produce. And we covered a significant portion of that. So I think every award has a presenting sponsor, which is really, really great. Uh, and, and I want to thank our audience for that. We do have a couple of sponsors that we want you guys to hear about before we get into this uninterrupted. Our good friends at Bet Online. Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about BetOnline.ag, the official betting partner of Fightful. It's not just an online platform. They've been trusted For over 25 years, they boast a focus on the player approach and have built their reputation on offering their clients nothing but the best. From cutting edge technology to enticing promotions and the latest sports betting odds. Whether it be wrestling, MMA, boxing, or football, baseball, basketball, or racing, anything you can think of. All major sporting events are covered by betonline.ag. Fast payouts, highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, safe and secure online environments, and their live betting feature allows you to bet on your favorites weekly and easily and in real time. Betonline.ag. That's where we're going at Fightful. That's where we suggest you go as well. That's where we get all of our odds at. Betonline.ag. Only bet what you can and please bet responsibly. A couple of notes from Bet Online AG's odds. They were right on the money. One, two, and three for their Royal Rumble odds were Cody, Punk, and Gunther by the day of uh on the women's side, Bailey was number one, Jade Cargill number three. Jade Cargill, who hadn't even debuted, was right on the money at number three. And if uh, you know, you're worried about all these shows, changing networks, changing platforms, all that stuff, and you're looking to control some costs. Our friends at NordVPN got you covered. Buying pay-per-views on nordvpn.com slash fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, (laughs) any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys change your virtual location pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK in Australia etc etc and you can get different interfaces maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be the way that it was designed to be the easy navigation so on and so forth maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We're going to get to these Super Chats that are non-lawsuit related first. I would like to very much keep these directed Towards the lawsuit for now. I don't want to interrupt that conversation with this, but Matt Hennessy says bit of a fun fact. On dry day is the first wrestler to jump from WWE to AEW, then back from AEW to WWE. Yeah, but he was released in that sense as well, but that is true. Van Twin Blade, I did not get to see Big Gay Brunch 8 yet, uh, but I will watch the highlight reel. I- I'm excited to watch it. My friend Chris Riddle uh was there as well. Very excited for that. Arabian night says Seth versus drew title versus career play up drew leaving. That could be very interesting. I think drew McIntyre is one of the most interesting characters in wrestling right now. And a couple of Okada super chats and humper chats, which by the way, if you do want to your question or statement read on the air, uh, you can donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful and humper That is our stream Labs platform. Tommy says spotlight is the best show on fightful. Love them. Hey, every Thursday morning, uh, check them out. They do great work. But uh, Tony says, if Okada has his full-time AEW, or debut AEW match at Revolution, I think it should be against DG Daniel Garcia as a reward, reminiscent of Shinsuke's debut being Sammy's reward at TakeOver Dallas, which more, seems more plausible, Forbidden Door 3, Arena Mexico, or Tokyo? I would say Arena Mexico, although I think that <laughs> Okada walking directly back through the Forbidden Door and doing a show in Japan would be a big deal. Trey Sherman says the Okada stuff is confusing. Why was PW Insider saying there hasn't been much contact with WWE, but your report says his camp has been talking to WWE? Listen, I can't answer for other people's reports. I can't answer for Dave's, for Mike's, or anything. So I'm sorry that it's confusing, but I know know that our report is accurate. And I mean, I know our report is accurate, and I don't put anything out there unless that I know that it is. And I know people will point to the punk thing. Listen to what Triple H said. Listen to what Punk said. Listen to the timeline of events. Time is linear. Things can change and adjust. I know that Kazuchika Kazuchika Okada has reached out to WWE talent in recent weeks because they told me. They've discussed it. They've talked about it. Uh, That doesn't mean that it's a slam dunk one way or the other. He's a free agent. This is free agency. This is what happens. You don't just bum rush into talking to a person and then say, well, yeah, that's it. And not evaluate your options. You try to talk to, uh, multiple people, but, uh, yeah, guys, uh, last plug before we get into this, the fight awards, 6 PM Eastern tonight,
2: please join us, Jimmy. We got a lawsuit to talk about. <laughs> yes, we do. And I, I know you have a lot to do with your super chats and Humber chats and stuff, but hopefully you can, uh, you can pay attention to, to some of this or most of this because
0: Luis, Luis has us today. Luis oh, he does. Is, uh, Uh, We brought Luis on to do some moderating for today. Okay, great,
2: great. Yeah, there are some potential repercussions here for WWE business, and that's what I want to focus on. So, again, I'm not going to focus on the graphic uh, details or or the allegations in that regard. I'm going to focus on the potential business ramifications. So, it was last Thursday, January 25. This this was filed in U.S. District Court by Janelle Grant against Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, and WWE. She was citing uh, sex trafficking and rape, among other allegations, I tweeted this, Sean. I knew immediately Vince was going to be out as chairman. As soon as I read it, I knew immediately he was going to be done. And you and I talked about it after it was filed. And you asked me, what could TKO do with Vince? And I said, either a vote of no confidence by the board or they'll force him to resign if they have to. And as it turned out, he resigned from the board and he resigned from his position with the company. I'm sure he wasn't happy about it and I'm sure he didn't want to do it. But TKO would have made life uh, difficult for him if he didn't. And uh, we saw a domino effect, right? Like Slim Jim pulled out uh, at first before he resigned. The stock would have tanked even more than it's already gone down if he hadn't resigned. So the move had to be made and it had to be made immediately. And so he is gone. Now, you and I talked about Vince's statement too, right? And I I knew he was going to say, I knew he was going to say what he said. He said, uh, the suit is replete with lies, obscene made of instances that never occurred and is a vindictive distortion of the truth. He added, I intend to vigorously defend myself against these baseless accusations and look forward to clearing my name. The reason I say I knew he would come out saying that these are lies and he's going to defend himself is because if he immediately bowed down to Ms. Grant and acknowledged any wrongdoing, he's establishing a precedence. And now all the other women who signed NDAs, unless they want to remain anonymous, because some of them might unless they want to remain anonymous, they might all file next. So he was going to say what he said. Uh, but I expect that this is going to end in a settlement sooner rather than later. They're going to try to get it thrown out because that's what they do. If they can't get it thrown out, I think it's going to result in a, in a settlement. And the reason-
0: Almost certainly going to result in a settlement.
2: Yes. And the reason I, I say that is because- I don't think TKO wants to go through the, the discovery process.
0: Oh, Vince doesn't want to go through the discovery process. Oh, like, Ari
2: Emanuel doesn't either. Because so much more will come out that could be damning not just to Vince and not just to John Laurinaitis, but to other WWE executives. And, and to people that don't understand the discovery process, this is when both sides present evidence to back their case. And it could be anything mm-hmm. from text messages, pictures, videos, emails, audio recordings, other documents anything that can back up their case. There's a lot of unnamed people in this lawsuit and those names could come to light in discovery. And so it's probably in the best interest of TKO to make sure that this thing gets settled. And you know what, if they settle and if it resulted in more women coming forward, they're going to have to deal with it. Um, Like I said, they'll try to get it thrown out first. I think it's going to result in a settlement. I've got a bunch of common questions that I want to answer um, before I get to it, do you want to add anything just about the lawsuit uh, itself? I'm going to get to the press release and st- or the press and stuff later, but do you want to talk anything about the lawsuit before I get to some of these questions?
0: Yeah. And what we'll do is we will address super chats, humper chats sort of at the end of, of all this. So please guys, again, keep them on topic. I, I read it on Thursday and it got worse and worse as it went on. And you know, there there were elements of this that um, were, were familiar in some sense, like her name being put out there by shithead Brad Shepard and yep. all that stuff. And then you find out she's alleging that WWE fed that, and I can tell you, there's no chance they would have fed that to me or John right. Alba or Nick Houseman or Brandon Thurston or even a Raj Geary who gets a lot of who gets a lot of flack for being WWE guys, because each and every one of us would have said this is absolutely fucked that they would do this. And not only did he out her, he then tweeted a picture of the wrong woman and then sent a lot of stuff that way. Cause that's when I had people from the office contacting me saying, uh, I know that you won't, but that's not the woman. And that started. Yeah. And there were a lot of people that had interacted with her on, on a daily basis. They're, There are a lot of common questions about this, obviously. And I can tell you that if they can, as much as prove that those text messages are legitimate, which would be very easy to prove, very, uh, very easy to prove that it is him. uh, If, if it were, then that's, that's a settlement. You're, you're getting a settlement out of that. Also considering this is civilly like this, what, what people are looking at. And I see a lot of on Twitter is, well, it's got to be proven without a reasonable doubt. No it doesn't. Not in this civil situation. Not, a civil case, you're right. not in a civil case whatsoever. It doesn't have to do this. And I've talked to defense attorneys who have been like, "Man, I I wish I got to present this. I wish this was mine because it's so slam dunk." And I mean, I've I the, the two defense attorneys that I've spoken to were like like not for him rather for for the the plaintiff. They're like it's so it's it's so in the bag there for her if if even a small portion of this is accurate and true. And it got even worse and worse as it went on. And um oh, it was it was brutal. It was brutal. And uh Glassdoor Gamer says Bruce Rivers says this is going to Discovery. I would be shocked if it made it to
2: Discovery. I don't personally. think they want that at all. No. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, get to more details later as to why they want, but I sure. want to mention, I want to address the text messages first since you brought up the text messages. Cause again, I, I was looking online to what a lot of people were saying or questions that a lot of people were asking. And some people were still in defense of Vince McMahon. And one thing, one thing that some people were asking online is, well, what if Ms. Grant did distort the truth or make some things up? And my answer to that is they're not doctoring those text messages. They're not. I've been part of lawsuits before. I've been part of discovery before. Like you said, it would be very easy for Vince's side to prove if those text messages were doctored. And if they could prove that they were doctored, the judge would most likely throw out the case. Or at the very least, it would really greatly hurt Ms. Grant's chances. And so I don't think that her attorneys are going to put doctored screenshots in there. I think they're going to do their their proper due diligence. So I don't think that's going to happen. One of the common questions that a lot of people ask is, well, if if Vince wins the case, can he return to the board? A lot of people ask that. And the answer is it's not impossible, but it's highly unlikely. because They, they would
0: it, not put themselves in that position again as a company.
2: Yeah. Well, it's such so different now, right? The, the last time that Vince returned, it was before the merger closed. That means mm-hmm. the last time that he returned, he had a special class of share that gave him all the voting rights. So he had the power to basically boot out any board member that wasn't on his side. He had the power to appoint new ones that did. And then they could have uh, the election for for chairman and he could get majority. Now that the merger has closed, his shares have converted to regular class shares. He doesn't have the voting control anymore. And he's not the majority shareholder. Endeavor has control. So he'd have to go through the regular process. I don't see him possibly getting the support from the board uh, to get back on, whether he wins the case or not. And so I think for all intents and purposes, Vince McMahon is done. So uh, that's a common question. Another common question. As a matter of fact, one of the major outlets, I think it was CNN, actually said this. They said, why did Ari Emanuel keep Vince McMahon around after the merger to begin with? We talked about this, right? He did it because that's how he got the deal done. I don't believe for one second that Vince ever wanted to sell WWE. He, he never wanted to, but he painted himself in a corner because of his conduct and because he was forced to resign the first time he used the sales process as a reason to come back because that was a reason that shareholders would accept. And it wasn't going to, you know, damage the stock to, to, to a great degree. So he used that as a reason to come back, but he didn't want to sell. He took the endeavor deal because he thought that was going to let him maintain some level of control, but Ari Emanuel never intended. I don't think for him to be around long-term anyway, Uh, he made Vince believe that he would be to get the the merger done. That's the reason that Vince was still around, but, uh, that's that common question. And, and here's another big one that a lot of people asked, can a civil case, which this is, as you just mentioned, can a civil case turn into a criminal case? And you and I talked about this. If enough evidence is gathered to show that a law was broken and a crime was committed, it can absolutely turn into a criminal case. We know that Vince was raided. We know Vince was raided by the feds last July right? We know that. It would be a separate proceeding if it were to happen. It wouldn't be part of this proceeding. Charges would be filed by the district attorney, but it's not out of the question, and it's another reason why Vince may want to settle this before discovery, but even as is, even the lawsuit as is.
0: Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is.
2: because it alleges rape and sex trafficking, and those are criminal yes. acts, right?
0: and, and we got people saying, this is something, is, 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 I can't believe these people have not, are, are even commenting without what saying, what's Vince exactly guilty of? Finding a hooker? As long as she is proved guilty of using company money to do uh, the dirty deed, I don't see what the problem is. It's not rape, is it? Well, buddy, yes! Rape He's accused two. of that. Rape and... And the other thing, using the company money. What are you talking about?
2: Why are you? Why? He's got to read the lawsuit. Read the lawsuit. Read the lawsuit, friend. Yeah. Sixty-seven pages. It's not a. It's not going to take you a day. Like read the lawsuit.
0: Yes. Uh, we got Glassdoor gamer says she'll get more impunitive damages. That WWE will settle, according to Bruce. Redger, I agree with uh, Rivers. He said he thinks she'll get a hundred hundreds of millions. I mean, it's possible. He also said up to a billion. She ain't getting a billion.
2: He's but, not, get, uh, she's not going to get that if it goes all the way through. Yes. Or I'm sorry. She's not going to get if that settles. if it settles. Yes. She's not going to get that if she sells, she'd get that if she wins, if it goes all the way through, potentially. Vic says,
0: what are in your mind? What are the chances this suit leads to criminal proceedings against Vince Laurenitis, WWE, not WWE, um, I, not WWE but I, I will say this. I, I mean, I know that I'm looking into what I can. I'm trying to find out who knows what, who knew what, Obviously, this is a thing because, you know, a lot of people are like, well, why the Wall Street Journal get this? It was an embargoed embargoed lawsuit. They had it when it was filed. It's very clear there's a connection to this. uh, The stuff that emerged two years ago, you want that stuff to go to Wall Street Journal. You don't want that to go to WrestleZone and Fightful, all due respect to our own outlets. But I am still trying to find out who knew what. You know, this lawsuit alleges that Vince was sharing content and stories with up to a dozen tech people at the same time, and executive means, producers, Sean, and, and executive, executive and executive producers. Yes, I can say I have never spoken to someone in the company that has claimed something like that. But by all means, if there is anybody that is is watching this that that has knowledge of that, please reach out to me. And if not me, that you want to give that information to, I can connect you with people in mainstream media if you feel more comfortable doing it that way. This is a story where I think that the appropriate information needs to come to light and those people need to get smooth the fuck out. They need to get out Uh, there. There are varying degrees of, of all this and the questions of who knew what, what could they have done? Were they, were they satisfied by Vince being out the first time? Were they satisfied by the company being taken over, et cetera? There are, uh, still a lot of questions we don't have answers to. For yeah. example, we got people saying, do you think Bruce Prichard was involved? Uh, saying any exec that knew about it needs to go simply for being complicit and not doing anything about it. That involves Triple H, so be it. BL says, did the Kevin Dunn departure have anything to do with the Vince McMahon lawsuit? Do you expect more heads to roll uh, that were close to Vince, i.e. Bruce? Well, we can't speak to Brent, Bruce's knowledge or, or involvement in it. We can say that Ronda Rousey at least said, when Vince was out, uh, Bruce was his puppet, was his avatar, etc. That's why uh, people kid- are
2: mentioning Bruce. That's the reason, and,
0: and that's why people are mentioning Bruce. Uh, and Dan Cox says, "Well, you know what?" The D- Dan Cox uh, had brought up some stuff about the Pat Patterson allegations that are categorically different. And David Bixenspan, I believe, did a lot of really great coverage on that. But he says, I've only heard talent speak positively of him in reference to his Go Banana bit. He was a POS who helped shape WWE's toxic environment alongside Vince. I'm not going to pretend like I've done a lot of coverage of that or anything. But there, ha- there are natural questions, Jimmy, to people around Vince who were positioned around him. Because I think the general line of thinking to this, Jimmy, is... If random texts are being told this, as he claimed in text text messages, how are the people close to him not of note? Like, this isn't a thing where people are saying, oh my gosh, well, there was this completely different side of him that nobody else knew. Vince, allegedly, in these text messages, is telling the alleged victim, this is what I'm doing. I'm letting dozens of people know about it.
2: He said hundreds. I think 100. I think one text message said hundreds. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to get to Triple H because uh, there's one element about Triple H the people that people are accusing him of that I don't believe is true. And so I want to mm-hmm. get to that next. So I saw a lot of people online say Triple H should resign because he was part of the special committee that investigated the Vince sure. allegations in 2022 that paved the way for his return. I don't believe that that is correct. Uh, I don't think that Triple H was part of that special committee. I think the people are conjuring this up uh, uh, and making it up. And this is an example of people speaking on topics that they're not necessarily informed about. So there was a WWE press release dated June 17, 2022. You can look it up online. In this press release, it says the independent directors of the board engaged independent legal counsel to assist them with an independent review. Now, when they say independent uh, directors of the board, what they mean is board members that didn't have employment positions in the company. At that time in 2022, there were eight independent board members, and there were four board members who did have positions. And the ones that did were Vince, Nick Kahn, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H. The special committee, it sounds like, was conducted by the independent members of the board. And of those eight members, we know that one of them was a guy named Jeff Speed because he acknowledged it recently, and he claims that he reached out to Ms. Grant because she claims that she wasn't interviewed by them. So he Mm -hmm. claims he reached out. As the investigation played out at the time, two of those independent board members quit. And I want to give a shout out now to Brandon uh, Thurston from WrestleNomics because he really helped me out lining up dates and lining up names and all that. Brandon really has gone over this deep. So uh, kudos to him. One of the Uh, best. He is. When this investigation was going on, two board members, independent board members, Connor Shell and Erica Nardini, they were the first to leave. Then when Vince forced his way back on the board. Two more independent board members quit, Manjeet Singh and Ignis Lahoud, plus Stephanie quit too when Vince returned. Because you'll remember, first, Stephanie took a voluntary uh, leave of absence. Correct. Uh, Then when Vince resigned in May of 2022, she came back. Then when Vince came back, she resigned again. So clearly, she wasn't comfortable with something. She wanted no part of the company at that time, right? So there's that aspect of it. But here's another way that this could potentially impact WWE. And this is another reason why I think they're going to want to settle before discovery. The lawsuit refers to four anonymous WWE employees. They refer to them as WWE corporate officers. And the suit alleges that these corporate officers were aware of Ms. Grant's relationship with Vince. We don't know how much they knew because the lawsuit doesn't go deep into that. They might've only known at a high level that there was a relationship, but regardless That might be all the more reason for them to want to settle before Discovery, right? I mean, it alleges that one of them, corporate officer number one, was a high-ranking employee and board member and worked in connection with the Endeavor merger. And it says corporate officer number three was a high-ranking employee and or board member. So uh, does TKO want names to come out in Discovery, Sean? I don't think so. But again, we don't know how much they knew because the suit doesn't really
0: Sure. And um, we got James stalling saying what are the chances the lady doesn't take a settlement? Well, the the suit alleges that there were there were promises made once Linda found out that would first off secure an NDA and two Vince would continue to take care of her, yep. including some health care because she was physically physically you know Ailed by this, and yep. mentally ailed by this, and that that ceased. So, it it seems like a situation where Vince just it's like, "Well, it's in my rear view." Not not so much, buddy.
2: You know what's funny about that, Sean? Are you familiar with yeah. the Calgary Stu Hart thing with Vince? No. So back in the '80s, when Vince was taking over all the territories, right? Because this is kind of in his M.O. a little bit. When he was taking over the territories, he told Stu Hart, I'm going to buy the Calgary territory from you. Out of respect, I'm going to buy the Calgary territory from you. And I think he offered him a million dollars or something. He never paid him. And so Stu ended up saying, well, fuck it. I'm going to bring back Stampede. But by then, Vince had so much control. WWE had so much control that Stampede never worked out. It's funny because when you look at this lawsuit now, the fact that he stopped paying her on the end date, that's not the only reason that she filed. She also filed because she thinks it's invalid uh, because of the nature of what happened. Mm -hmm. But that's one of the reasons that she filed. Of course. Yeah. There's, there's,
0: there's many reasons that she filed, obviously. Yeah, But you
2: think if, if if hindsight be in 2020, right, this guy's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, you couldn't pay her the last two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: Vic says, in your mind, what are the chances this suit leads to criminal proceedings against Vince, Laurinaitis, and WWE? If any number of the things involved here are proven true, I think there's a, a really good chance, honestly, especially from, from a federal—he he's already, he was raided. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that the feds know that we have no idea about yep. right now.
2: Yep, absolutely. I think there's a good chance that they're at least going to continue to to investigate. I mean, they, like you said, they rated them. They're not doing that for no reason. So uh, it could be a tough situation for, uh, for Vince. Do you want to get any super chats before I go to the next thing?
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Kim says that Vince should be under the jail. Giovanni says, do you think that once court is settled,
2: uh, we will know any of the other anonymous four executives, Jimmy? Uh, If it goes to discovery. Yes. Um, If they settle, there will be another NDA. Mm -hmm. And so the chances are less likely. I would
0: imagine he will also try to get her to walk back some of the more egregious statements as well because he is a psychopath and thinks that there is a path back to him being involved with WWE TKO, I think. I think that, I think that he's so delusional that he thinks there's a path back.
2: I mean, it's like you mentioned earlier, those text messages by themselves. I mean, the the rape allegation is obviously bad. The sex trafficking allegation is bad. But the screenshots of the text messages themselves is damning mm-hmm. enough. If TKO, I haven't read their bylaw, TKO. Normally, every yeah. public company, they have a bylaw and it shows you all the guidelines and everything. Any kind of morality clause, any kind of a mission statement that they have, I'm pretty sure that they would frown upon a company executive admitting that they have shown pornographic footage to producers, employees. You know what I'm saying? So there,
0: there are extras in other companies that I've heard opened up something on their phone and accidentally was seen by another wrestler. And that person was gone immediately, immediately gone. Right. So, my God, uh, Derek says, uh, federal civil uh, proc doesn't require plaintiff to plead John Doe defendants. Complaint can be amended to add more defendants based oh, sure. on new discovery. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll I'll ask you this, Jimmy. Do you think that Jerry McDevitt got wind of a lot of this, and he said, fuck this shit, I'm out?
2: I mean, anything's possible. I, I can't recall. When did McDevitt leave? Uh, I can find was? out.
0: I can find out right now
2: because i think these uh, the the uh, the whole situation with Vince and Ms Grant occurred from like i think 19 to 21 i believe he was wrapping up at the end
0: of uh, 2023 oh very possible yeah very and, possible. And i mean
2: look look let's be honest he this stepped
0: just- he stepped sorry he stepped away from wwe's ongoing lawsuit with mlw last year
2: i mean year. stephanie given the timing of when she went on her leave she knew something was coming down the pipe sure right oh yeah she she knew a lot of things were coming obviously because yeah.
0: one she was a member of the board so like she was aware of the investigation the the right. original one right but also her departures are not convenient and and listen i know a lot of people it, it's a it's a sucky situation for stephanie to be in who from all we know has not done anything and it is her father yep And she was on the board and it was her livelihood and her grandchildren or her her children are affected. Her husband is affected. She's affected. Her mom. But also her mom is affected. Everybody in her life is affected by this. Yeah. But also knowing the the limit of what she knew, there was also the weird, here's Vince McMahon. It was such like him coming back and putting himself on TV was such a fucking ego thing for him. It was such a. It was him going. I am bulletproof. You can't do shit to me. It was the Wolf of Wall Street scene where he said, "I'm not going fucking anywhere." That's what it was. That's what it was. Vince was trying to show that he couldn't be shaken, and now he, now here he is.
2: I mean, he's. We've talked about Vince before, right? Notorious narcissist, uh, notoriously arrogant.
1: Oh, there you go. Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah, I haven't
2: seen it. I haven't seen it. There you go. Uh, Do you want to talk about the presser? Uh,
0: In a moment. uh, Izzy says, can WDB sue Vince for damages? It makes me furious. People like Vince are nearly untouchable because of their worth. Vince will likely never see prison.
2: Don't think they would go down that road. uh, Just because, again, he could probably say, well, so-and-so knew and -and so-and-so knew. I just don't think so. I think that Ari Emanuel is pretty content to have him out. And, uh, so I think it's going to end there.
0: Do you think TKO will sell WWE?
2: No, not. Well, look someday. Yes. Yes. Someday. Yes. But are they going to do it today? No. Did the stock plummet because of the Vince stuff? Um, so do you remember when we talked about the next Netflix deal? Mm-hmm. And I told you that I felt that the immediate spike when it went to 96 bucks was because of the rock news and because of the Netflix name. But once sure. people, once people started to comb over the financials, they would realize they didn't get the kind of increase that you think, uh, Brandon Thurston did the math on it. He thinks that they got about a 30% increase on raw when they got 40 points good. on Smack- It's still, still good. It, it is. Good. It is. You're right. But in terms of the, the perception from wall street, it's not good enough. And so the stock had already started to slide. And I absolutely think that this news has uh, impacted it further. Yeah.
0: Question for Jimmy. uh, How would TKO have made Vince's life miserable if he didn't resign? Legalities. Legalities. They would have gone after him legally. New Lack City says, thank you for not letting this go away. We aren't dumb enough to believe this is an isolated incident based on the history of allegations. And all the NDAs, you're being paid money to others. How can anyone else be involved, be accountable, talent, or execs? I mean, I can tell you, I'm I'm personally looking into as much stuff as I can because I have had more wrestlers that are like, well, I know this person at least had advances made on them. And this is something that none of those talent, some of these talent are people that I've known for, for a long time and would have never obviously told me, because I know I'm going to look into that. Hmm. And they were uh, they were fearful of how they could be affected. And uh, I I hate that. I hate that that's the fear that they lived in for so long and may still they may still live in fear of that, hopefully significantly less now. K.E. 775. But I think what I also think is I think that a lot of allegations and complaints will probably be turned over now that now that these people see what being involved with like a wall street journal can consist of. I think there's probably actively a lot of complaints and stuff like that being turned over to people who have the resources and the legal protections to look after that. That's another thing that a lot of people really underestimate. Like say somebody from another wrestling website does go after this and they publish something and there's a little element of it wrong. They open themselves up legally to something that they will not be able to protect themselves from there, there's an awful lot to that that's why a wall street journal has an awful lot of protections as well and the ability to to do that i think we're going to see even more of that uh brandon joseph says jerry is mentioned in the lawsuit uh by name page 41
2: yeah i mean he was there at the time because he yes this, this happened between 19 and 21 of course
0: well. yeah of course uh ke 775 says will ari Emanuel hurt hire a third party firm to do a review of WWE company culture sounds like a worse version of the washington commander situation jimmy you'd be more familiar with that than i
2: so uh, i've heard a lot about ari Emanuel. i've read a lot about ari Emanuel even before this like i've i've just read you know ari gold's based on him right from entourage of course yeah so i've i've read a lot about ari Emanuel, and um it's funny because on the one hand i've heard that he's no nonsense i've heard he he has a low tolerance for this stuff on the other hand uh there's a video going around where he was um uh making references about uh this agency knew about Harvey Weinstein and all this and people were saying were kind of turning the tables on him saying oh and you didn't know about Vince because they filed with the SEC I don't know when that was now it might have been in September saying that Vince on the board could be a liability right yeah so that means that he was aware of something but um Let me say this. I think that the company is in a much better position without Vince there. Let's just say that. I think they're in a much better position. And I think that employees are going to be more protected without a Vince McMahon involved in the company.
0: Bridget Hewlett sends a very generous super chat. And I want to thank her because she she always is so good to us. She says, how do you look your grandchildren in the eye? Breaks my heart. They have to look at them and say, this is my grandfather. Yeah, I saw somebody posting like some really smarmy thing and they were like, Oh, why, why doesn't Fightful run a story about Declan McMahon's comments on it? Like how, first of all, how fucking dare you tie a kid, a college kid to this that presumably has no information knowledge tied to it at all. That is, that is really unfair to tie them to it. And I agree with Bridget, man. Uh, Like it is, it's brutal to, to have to look at somebody in your family and, you know, something
2: that. One thing that was alleged in the suit that Vince said, and I can believe it. uh, Ms. Grant said that Vince told her early on when he was first getting to know her about how, oh, uh, you know, my wife left me and I'm living an isolated, quiet life in a condo. Mm -hmm. I'm sure in his mind, because again, he's a narcissist and he's an arrogant person. He's probably finds a way to justify his actions. You know what I'm saying? Sure. He thinks that he
0: deserves to be able to do everything that he did. I'm sure. Do you think TKO will try to buy out Vince's shares if they can afford it? Makes me think this is why Vince did a partial liquidation.
2: That's all very possible. Now, do I think they're going to buy out his shares? They gotta be, they gotta tread lightly here because he's still I think he might still be the biggest individual shareholder. And you could tank the stock if you, you know, all of a sudden are, are taking all that out, although Endeavor would be the owner of it still. But I don't know. They gotta they gotta tread lightly on this, but uh we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, the fact that he has no control, no power, it's a, uh, it's an improvement. That one true dude says she's
0: been further traumatized by having to relive those experiences when giving evidence to the government in connection with their investigation of WWE. Welcome to the biz Ari. Yeah, Very unfortunate. If uh Ms. Grant was bound by the NDA at the time of the first investigation and the committee uh, did reach out, could she have spoken to them? That's
2: a good question. So there would have, obviously these are members of the board of the company with whom I'm assuming she signed the NDA. I don't think she signed the NDA with Vince. I think she signed a company NDA because one of the claims in the lawsuit was that Vince was on her to sign because the board was like, you know, we need to have, uh, cause they were working on the merger. So the board was yes. like, we need to, uh, um, have a record. I can't remember the wording. We need to have a record of all potential legal issues or whatever. So I'm sure there would have had to be something in writing to protect her, so that uh, they can't turn around and say you reached the NDA. I'm sure that there would have been uh, something.
0: Nicholas says so. Vince resigned on a Thursday. On Thursday, but when do you think the board will elect a new chairman? Who do you think it will be?
2: Could be maybe the next uh, the next quarterly. Maybe mm-hmm. um, I can't recall if they announced an in interim. Did is is Nikon the interim? I didn't. I don't remember reading that. I uh, you know I,
0: I need to go back and look at that.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Rockhard Joel Wood says, regardless of how you feel about Vince Shane or any McMahon bringing Green Kenshin into it, are ridiculous. They have no control over who their grandfather is. I saw somebody saying, uh, "Saying, uh, oh well, the Declan's not a kid; he's in college. Get get out of here, man. Get the hell out of here." Uh, Matt Hennessy says, credit to Jimmy. Everything uh, he said that would happen to Vince post merger happened. You called it in April. Yeah, we we didn't quite expect things to, uh, of this extreme nature, but Yeah, Vince or or Jimmy pretty well called exactly how this would happen. Save, you know, save the horrific allegations in this lawsuit.
2: This is the one benefit of being an older guy, because do you remember when the allegations first broke and you and I were on the list goes on when the allegations, this is the first time when the allegations first broke. And the first thing I said on the list goes on was, was it Rita Chatterton? Because I remembered... Rita settled.
0: Yeah, she settled. She eventually. She settled, got after, that.
2: Yeah, yeah, she after, settled that. after that. Yeah, she settled after that. Yeah, but right. this is this is nothing new with Vince. It's been going on for decades. I saw just recently a video from the Phil Donahue show went viral again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is this is-
0: I, I reached out to Rita a couple times, and I could, I had a feeling it was going towards settlement territory because I didn't hear back the second time. I was like, okay, that makes an awful lot of sense. Uh, why that would happen. So the press conference, Jimmy, I know that's something that you want to talk about. I want to preface this. I said on on the show weeks prior, uh, I was not going to be at the press conference. My travel was uh, planned out for Saturday. It's my grandmother's 80th birthday. uh, And quite frankly, don't know how many more of those I got. That was the most important thing to me. Fortunately for us, uh, early last week, John Alba, completely separate of this, had said, hey, would you like me to pick up some freelance work? and do an article contingent with with the Royal Rumble and I said hell yeah John Alba is one of the best there is and then later on in the week he said do you feel comfortable with me saying John Alba of Fightful and I said yeah even if I don't approve that I always feel comfortable with you saying that because John Alba is one of the best period he is a legitimate journalist he has covered in incredibly tough topics and for all that I have ever heard People get pre-mad over these things, Jimmy. They're like, they're not going to ask. They're not going to ask. I encourage you to listen to anything because here's here's the way it works. They're not going to ask. They're not going to ask. Wait, only one to three people asked? What about those other outlets that didn't ask? There, it's, there's always, you can never win in that situation. People are pre-mad over this. And then it becomes, well, why why didn't they do this? Now, there's always room for improvement, but I thought that John Alba... Uh, Cam Hawkins and Brandon Thurston, all guys with fightful bylines. And I'm very proud of that all asked about this. And I know that Nick also asked in a very, very creative way to Cody as, as he had experience as a VP. I thought that was also a, a very good approach from Nick, how he did that. Um, he asked him as well. And Cody, I thought had the best answer in my opinion and this is somebody who has worked with PR companies for the last 14 years of my life, I've worked hand in hand with PR companies and sometimes against them, Nick Khan or triple H or anybody who was in a position of authority at that event should have came out before, before a single talent hit that press conference table and say, we understand there are some concerns and natural inquisition about the lawsuit that was filed. We are legally prevented from speaking at great length about this, but we will answer some questions that we are able to answer. I felt like they threw their own talent under the bus by doing that. Uh, And fortunately for that talent, they didn't have to answer a lot of it, but Cody did. And I thought he did it very great. And I thought that Triple H's answers were bad, were bad, outright bad is what I thought.
2: So prior to, and you just said this prior to, there was a lot of people online saying, are they going to ask Triple H the hard questions? Like is the, is the wrestling media going to ask the hard questions
0: for, for context? Sorry to interrupt you. A running bit on Fightful is when we do our little mock press, press conferences like me and Shaza or, jeremy and and joel doing there in the weeds press conferences somebody will get on and they will jokingly ask why haven't you fired velveteen dream uh. and the reason for that bit is because for five or six media calls people will be like bet you're not gonna ask about velveteen dream and triple h got asked like six or seven times and people are a- acting like these are one interrogations or two waterboardings we can't force them to to give us an answer on that And there are other people that have completely different assignments and their assignment is not to ask about this. Mm -hmm. And I understand that because I'm in media, but like we asked about the Velveteen Dream thing across numerous press conferences and probably six or seven different times. And sometimes you get an answer. Sometimes you won't. You still ask the question if you are in a position to, to, to ask it. So I understand a lot of people's concerns, frustrations, uh cynicism uh, associated with that, but there are also reasons uh associated with that, but to act like wrestling media never answers or asks the question is just ridiculous because Brandon Thurston, Nick houseman John Alba have answered the, or asked the questions. Uh people bringing up Kylie Ray's name. I was the one who asked Tony Khan about why why she departed from the company to begin with. There there's There's just this misconception associated with it. And it is frustrating as somebody who, who lives it.
2: Well, props to those guys that just mentioned, John and Seahawk, Brandon Thurston, Nick Hausman for asking the tough questions. Now putting myself into Triple H's shoes, I understand that he was in a difficult spot given the timing because he's,
0: he's in a difficult spot in general. Father-in-law, you know, he's, he's, sure, he's sure. in a difficult position anyway, but still, yeah, dog but shit the, answers.
2: Yeah, like given the timing. Okay, so the, the filing was on Thursday. They were doing the Rumble rehearsals. Vince resigned, I think, late Friday. They had SmackDown going on. Then the Rumble was Saturday. So I understand the timing was shit. But two things surprised me about the press conference, and, and you already addressed one of them. The, I was surprised by how unprepared Triple H was. Now, I didn't expect that Nick Khan was going to come out and and say anything because he leaves this stuff to Hunter, but I did think Hunter was going to have a prepared statement. I thought for sure that he's going to come out because, you know, he comes out and he's got the piece of paper and and he says all this stuff. I thought for sure he was going to have a prepared statement. I thought he was going to read it right off the hop and then that way he could kind of move on from it. Nick Khan was at the rumble. We saw him front row. You're telling me that he couldn't have prepped Hunter? Uh, So I was surprised by how unprepared he is. The other thing that surprised me a lot was that he said he hadn't read the lawsuit. And again, look, I know he was busy. It was a busy three-day period. But you're telling me that you could not find one hour during your downtime to read that suit. We're talking, again, not only the most powerful person in the history of wrestling. We're talking the guy responsible for Hunter being in the position that he's in. Yeah. And, we're ta- and we're talking about a position, a, a situation. We saw immediate business ramifications. We saw Slim Jim pull their sponsorship before Vince resigned. We saw Brody. Brody I, I go-
0: never thought I was going to get an email that started with Slim Jim values integrity. At <laughs> no point in my life, at no point in my life, did I think that was going, going to be a real thing. And then I got it. and And like, you know, in my head what i imagined as i got that email uh do you remember the slim jim guy with the big hair Yeah,
2: of course yeah
0: i i was like in my head i was sitting there and i was thinking this is the guy that is sending me this email
2: yeah that's right yeah right
0: there him like that's what i thought <laughs> i was like slim jim has snapped they have finally snapped it was, I it mean, was, obscene. I mean it was unreal. And then they quickly came back with another terrible PR move by, I don't care if they're, they're back into it, but to say, as a result of incident being out, we have now entered the Royal rumble. Re-entered, I like, yeah. I
2: think they said re-entered. Yeah.
0: I, I'm like, you know what? That I believe was from this guy.
2: <laughs> that email, I believe was from that guy. I, uh, Every time Michael Cole does the ad read for Slim Jim, I laugh because he calls it a meat stick because that's what it says in front of him to read. It is. it is. But I, I got a question if Hunter bent the truth a little bit and if he didn't at least have somebody summarize it for him because he didn't... And he said he didn't read it because he didn't want to deal with any follow-up questions. So right. I, I I wonder that. But I think for him to say he didn't read it and then for him to reiterate multiple times that it was, it, it had been an amazing week because he was talking about Netflix and he was talking about The Rock and he was talking about The Rumble when the Vince thing overshadowed all of it. You know what I mean? I thought that was a bad look. Um, you've already kind of said your your point on it, but do you have anything else you sure. want to add about Hunter's performance at the Royal Rumble or at the press conference?
0: thought it was it was lame. Uh, we have a bunch of super chats about Triple H specifically. Uh, Hush just says if Triple H just knew only the relationship but not the details that came out, is that enough to kick him out? In reality, what could he have done? In reality, he could have called the fucking cops. If he knew first off that that for, for anybody saying realistically, what could they have done? Call the fucking cops. If you know that abuse is going on or ask the victim, do you need help? Can I help? That is, that is a, a, a good way of doing it. Uh, D. Burns says, Triple H is probably the reason the committee existed. He's got three daughters with that man as their grandfather. I don't want to speculate or, or attribute anything to anybody else. Um, Matt Hennessey says, seen a lot of people call for Hunter and his job while his performance at the press conference wasn't good and was disappointing. He shouldn't lose his job. Well, Matt, we don't know if he should lose his job or not yet because the the, the details of that are not out. I'm not ready to sit there and say, yes, somebody should be absolved from all responsibility or somebody should just lose their job immediately. I want to, I want to hear the details of what they knew when, what they could have done to prevent it, how, how this could be affected as far as culture goes. Like there, there's an awful lot to this. I mean,
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the key point, right? I mean, again, when Stephanie eventually originally left and then left again, she knew something was, was, a foot, obviously, mm-hmm. but nobody knows how much he knew, right? I mean, sure. maybe maybe Hunter knew oh, Vince, you know, has a has a mistress or something, but you don't know necessarily how much he knew. And so I agree with you. If if things come out in discovery that he was well aware of abuse, he was well aware of all this shit, that's one thing. But until you know that, I don't think you should make assumptions, just like people assuming oh, Hunter was on the special committee, so he should be fired. Come on, like we he wasn't from from what I understand. So people need to stop filling in the blanks with their own assumptions.
0: And and hold on. I there's somebody speaking for somebody else said he meant if he knew Vince was having an affair, not the other stuff. Buddy, I quite frankly, if it's legal, consensual and nobody's getting hurt, it ain't my fucking business. It ain't my fucking business. But then when it teeters over into this stuff, not not teeters over, it Leroy Jenkins into this stuff. Vince did not waste any time with this if you read the lawsuit if you see what was in there this was calculated now once it gets into this and there there are huge criminal implications here there are huge there's just it's a lot different than that Uh, Derek Esquire says if the ring crew and tv guys knew how did Triple H how did Triple H not well that's the the claims in the lawsuit per Vince McMahon's text messages in it I can tell you that I I know a lot of those people and no nobody has ever personally mentioned something to me. And now I don't know if that's out of them being complicit or bad people or fearful for their jobs or they really didn't know. I don't have a reason for that, but I mean, that's that seems like something that that. I, I want to dig into more. I want to ask some people who might feel a lot safer now if they do have knowledge of it or did have knowledge of
2: it. And again, we don't know if they thought it was consensual. Of course. We don't, we don't know. Right. So, cause that makes a difference.
0: Tom says, Luis is the fightful MVP. Thank you mods. Yes. Luis also helping us out tonight for the post AEW show that Rick will be hosting and the fightful awards. Do we know what will happen with triple H? We don't have an idea what will happen with triple H, but Completely. somebody says does triple h run his own twitter yeah i believe he does that's what i was told uh because somebody i knew asked triple h if he used a burner and he goes no i just use my own twitter uh so there's that at least uh ryan says here's what i don't understand the lawsuit doesn't mention triple h at all but yet you people have been online calling for his job to say what you want about the press i don't really think that's fair ryan uh if this is about me jimmy anybody else i will ask you kindly get absolutely fucked because I haven't called for anybody's job. I haven't implicated him whatsoever. I haven't done that in any capacity. I have said, if he knew, I wish that other things would have been taken into consideration and things would have been brought up. I have not called for anybody's job that does not have knowledge of this. I haven't done that because I am waiting for people to gain knowledge, information, facts, that I personally am still working to try to get as well.
2: He might be referring to like sure. Twitter, that's, Twitter that's, wrestling thing. That's what I said. If you mean me. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah.
0: That's why I said that. Uh, Desmond says, no, we already read that one. Matt Hennessey says the product has been more enjoyable since Hunter and Khan took over. More importantly, Hunter and Khan have made WWE safer and better going off reports. I don't think it could. I, I mean, that's sort of a, of a very low bar by the looks of it. It, it, it seems like the, the bar was in hell for that one. So, I mean, it ain't it ain't tough.
2: I mean, tough. if you're cool with uh, seeing the same rematch eight weeks in a row, if you find that entertaining, then good for you. Sure. Well, I, I mean, I think he was speaking about the safety aspect. Uh, well, of course, creatively,
0: it's better. The uh, bar was in hell creatively, sure. But from a safety as- aspect, my God, if it was worse than what we saw in the lawsuit, whole different set of problems. Um. And Blackamore says, I don't think he directed it at me. Guys, I prefaced it. I said, if you mean me, if you mean me, I if you mean me, get absolutely fucked. If you mean somebody else. Oh, is that, Sean? If they mean you? If they if they mean you? We're cool, bro. We're cool, man. Uh, DNC Digital says, I want to start by saying, in no way am I condoning how the presser went, but is there a possibility that Triple H's response was his actual feelings? Uh... Uh, without his, or or with it being his father-in-law and grandfather to his girls. Yes, I'm sure that there are, you know, a lot of conflicting emotions. We saw Brian Danielson and John Cena when the the previous allegations and, and details emerged. They justified their relationships with Vince McMahon. I'm sure they won't be doing that anymore. And if they are, boy, that's an issue. We saw The Undertaker do that as well. Somebody who
2: lots of people, Jericho, lots of people did. A lot of
0: people who have uh, these extended relationships with Vince McMahon justified (laughs) it. And a lot of people are looking at him different as a result of that. And Triple H, even more than any of those other people, is connected to Vince McMahon. And that is a fact. That is a fact. New Lack City says, hey, Jimmy, I agree in your take with Triple H, but he's not in the dark as he claimed in the presser. People need to know what Stephanie, Triple H and the board members that quit over a year ago knew. Uh, His answers on Saturday were embarrassing. Any thoughts on that?
2: Again, a lot of it's going to come down to discovery and it's going to come down to, you know, the because they not only did they mention anonymous corporate executives, but they mentioned anonymous employees, too. So, if in discovery names come out, they did mention Stephanie in the uh, in the lawsuit, but not in a in a negative way. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's going to come down to discovery, and if things come out in discovery that are damning to Paul Levesque, then TKO will have to handle it if that happens. But uh, unless yeah, that and- happens, I I just don't think it's fair to make assumptions. And
0: they're going to need to implement some things in general, like like I think probably. Safety awareness training and a lot of things like that, that they'll probably spend quite a bit of time doing as a result to, to get ahead of a lot of this and say, if something like this ever happens or you see anything like this, these are the steps that you can take. I think it'd probably be a pretty good idea to to dedicate a special a special wing of the company to this as well, because it's very clear that whatever HR situation was there. Well, it didn't much matter because look, the two head honchos were involved. The, the, the guy who runs talent relations was allegedly involved and the top guy was involved.
2: Right. Right. Being and, and the talent is their life led Sean. They, they just signed a $5 billion deal with Netflix. You're not getting that deal without the talent. So, yeah. obviously, it's it's in your best interest to take care of him. When Seahawk asked Hunter about what are you going to be doing to protect people, I, what what was his answer? Everything possible, I think. I think he said everything possible. He yeah. didn't really go into any other detail, but it's, uh, it's in their best interest.
0: Nicholas says, if they knew, certainly, Stephanie did not know, could you see her coming back to the company in any specific power role in WWE? I would be shocked if they want a McMahon name tied to this company. Although Stephanie does, she holds a much different perception in the company from employees that I've spoken with. And the fact that she left multiple times as a result of Vince continue, Vince's continued involvement and likely the investigations. I think that does prov- on, on the surface provides her some sort of plausible deniability, or at
2: least regret of being involved in
0: that. But, uh,
2: I feel like it's Nick Khan's show, um, I, unless Discovery makes him go in a different direction. Otherwise, it's Nick Khan's show. Is, is Stephanie somebody that he'd want on his board? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, like you said, she's she's somebody that you don't really hear negative things about. She's somebody that seems generally well liked and scandal free. So maybe Nick Khan would want her on the board. Who knows?
0: Ryan says, I did not mean you or Jimmy. I meant fans on Twitter. Sorry. For <laughs> well, Ryan, I apologize to you and I will tell you to not get fucked <laughs> unless that's what you want. Dan says, historically, wrestling has not been a safe space for women. The lack of talent speaking out against Vince and his actions right now is speaking volumes. Thank you for not shying away from these issues. We desperately need a change for the culture. They they do have families to feed and th- th- it is a lawsuit involving the company that they work for. So there are elements of that that are uh, definitely wheels in motion. And I feel like more people will speak out as time goes on. Meet Normus says the commander's name and ownership changes came from loss of sponsorship, not altruism shout out to slim Jim for helping get Vince the F out for good meat forever. And I don't have the meat car. It's called fast meat. Did you see where fast meat got stolen a while? Back? I heard
2: about it. I heard about Found it in Florida. Oh, they did? They found it? Yeah,
0: they found it in Florida. Oh, okay. okay. And by then, WWE and Slim Jim had another one being made. Right. Uh, Grim Spider says, As someone who was a victim of sexual assault, harassment in the past, it's absolutely to see people victim-blaming her. It takes strength to come forward. Absolutely it does. Absolutely it does. And,
2: and like like I've said, you know, even if you really want to try to take Vince's side, those text messages are pretty cut and dry to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's pure evidence, those text messages.
0: Chris says, "Let's say Triple H and Bruce were let go. Who would run creative? Boy, that is an interesting question, and I don't have the answer to that because I don't know if they've prepped that. They might ask Shawn Michaels to step up and and probably lead that.
2: I was just going to uh, say, do you think Shawn and then maybe they have uh, who would take over in NXT?
0: Well, I tell you, tell you what, uh, I'll be on a media call with Shawn Michaels tomorrow, so I think we're going to probably find that out." Uh, So, one element of this is a person who was not named in the lawsuit, uh, but was identified by multiple media outlets as Brock Lesnar. It was a UFC, WWE name, and the allegation was that as a part of negotiations to bring him back, that uh, Miss Grant was offered up. Now, uh, Fightful Select had reported throughout the week that... uh, that Brock was planned for travel and it was canceled. And then Wrestling Observer reported and we confirmed later, Braun Breaker was slid right into his creative spot. Who he eliminated, Dominic eliminating him, etc. Um Brock, from what I understand, unless something like big changes, probably won't be around for a while unless there unless there's some drastic thing that adjusts uh ke775 says do you think brock is done with wrestling the reality is if brock wants to wrestle somebody will pay him to wrestle even even with this somebody will if he wants to wrestle jimmy
2: so the first thing I want to do is I want to read what the loss, how the lawsuit referred to sure. the person that we assume is Brock. Because who else could it be? It said a world famous athlete and former UFC heavyweight champion with whom WWE was actively trying to sign to a new contract and ultimately did sign. There's nobody else on that roster, literally nobody else that fits the bill except for Brock Lesnar. So it would have to be Brock Lesnar. Now I think back to that Pat McAfee interview, Sean. Remember when Brock was on Pat McAfee Brock has made so much money now and he lives in small town Canada and he's got his hundreds of acres of land out in the country in Regina, Saskatchewan. He doesn't need to wrestle. Uh, and he told Pat McAfee, I think two years ago that he thought he was done until he would get called back again. I think, I think that if WWE were to decide, you know what, uh, it's time to wrap it up. I don't think Brock would care one way or the other. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to ask you about: there is this reputation that WWE has had, Sean. But I think this reputation is a Vince McMahon reputation. The reputation is if you are a draw, they will always bring you back eventually. Yeah, and and you're th- you know you're thinking Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, guys that had a problem with the company, but they were draws, so they brought them back. I feel like because Vince is no longer in the fold, that that might change now. <clears throat> What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that, say, by WrestleMania time or maybe by SummerSlam time, Hunter or Nick Khan think things have died down enough, uh, you know, we want Brock? Or do you think without Vince there, the mentality's changed and, uh, and they think better to move on?
0: I think they will probably see this as better to move on. Better to move on. And, I mean, I see people in the chat bringing up uh, when we reported that Brock walked out when he found out that Vince was retiring. Yes. And they had to ask him to come back. And there were people, there were people that said that we were lying and then it got confirmed. Oh man. Uh, Anakin says, Jimmy, what do you think is Lesnar's future in WWE? We've seen this creative get canceled. Does he ever return?
2: I mean, it, it kind of goes back to what I just said. I, so I think that if vis man was still there. Uh, Brock would return. They would just give it time to die down. Like I said, maybe we till SummerSlam or something. You have to remember like, like, Brock didn't really break any laws here according to the lawsuit that we know that, of. Yeah. That we know of, unless something comes out in discovery. Yes. He's a married man. And so obviously uh, he did something to his wife that he shouldn't have done, but he didn't do what this man did, but there's still heat on him because he's a mar- he was a married man and he asked of certain things from Ms. Grant. Um, my gut tells me he's done and and the reason that my gut tells me he's done isn't just because of what ww corporate might think. Brock is set for life, man. He's set for life. He doesn't live a a massively expensive lifestyle. He's got his compound out in the woods. He's got his own butcher shop out there. He he you know butchers his own meat. He doesn't need the money. He does it because it's an easy way to make a lot of money. He doesn't need it. And so uh it wouldn't surprise me if he's done. I don't see AEW. What do you what what was Brock making a year, Sean? Like millions.
0: Yeah, millions, millions. I can't I, imagine I don't they would see, want to do that.
2: I don't see it. I just don't see it. And and there really is nobody else. Is Brock Lesnar gonna go work for New Japan? No, no. I'm, you know what I mean?
0: If he wants to,
2: if he wants to, are they gonna pay him the price tag that he would expect in order to go work in New Japan? I think it's highly Probably unlikely. Not. No, probably like, not. I think he's probably done. And uh and yeah. I don't know if he if it even bothers him that much, if I'm being honest.
0: Uh for those of you asking, the non lawsuit related super chats are being saved for the end of the show, but we would like to limit those. Uh, how do you guys feel about wrestlers, i.e. Naya and Cody, being asked about it during Rubble weekend? No shade to Nick, but felt kind of gotcha ish as a personal thing unless I I have reason to believe there's some sort of knowledge of that or a natural way to ask them, I don't. But uh, everybody's approach is different.
2: I see two sides of it. So I think of when Denise talked to Big Show about Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. And Denise got a lot of heat for that. And I thought it wasn't fair because Big Show or Paul White, Paul White himself said, I understand it comes with the job. That's what he said. I understand it comes with the job. When the uh, Royal Rumble junket happened, I believe the suit had just been filed, like the previous afternoon or the previous evening. It was fresh news, and so yep. I don't think it was unexpected that talent was going to be asked. And I think the talent probably had an idea: someone's going to mention it. This just literally broke yesterday.
1: Of so I, un- I understand. Two days before.
2: Two days before. Okay, so I, I understand that. Uh, that it was a fresh thing and people were going to ask. I also understand the other side of people think, well, it's not the right forum to ask a a, a performer. I see both sides of it.
0: Hushes says, do you see Okada filling in that Lesnar role? I do not. Nicholas says, if WWE never uses Brock, do you see WWE keeping him under contract to at least prevent him from appearing elsewhere? If they're not going to use him, I don't think they care what he does.
2: I don't think so either. I agree. I don't think so. Patrick says, how do we get here as a
0: society where powerful people can constantly get away with such aberrant shit? Shout out to y'all for not being like that. Yeah. I, I mean, people will naturally use what they can to get what they want. And unfortunately, in this situation, it resulted in allegedly pain and abuse.
2: And yeah. You know what? I, I Vince, I believe, chose her for a reason based on what I read in the lawsuit. Yeah, he chose her for a reason, right? She was going through a very difficult personal time. In the lawsuit, in the vulnerability
0: lawsuit. Is, is outright mentioned as right. a quality that he cited out loud to her.
2: Yes. Yeah. So I believe that he he picked her for a reason. And unfortunately, you hear about this a lot. There's been a lot of stories in the news about different people doing the same thing.
0: Yeah. Sheldon says, My question is with Rhonda's tweet about Bruce Pritchard saying that as long as he is there, Vince is still there. Any chance Ari will clean house since his daughter works or worked there? Um, I, I do feel like that was the case last year until the merger. Now I don't think anybody is Vince's avatar. I don't think that Vince has an avatar there. I think that that, that is completely separate because I mean, you, you can take a look at who was and wasn't on the shows throughout last year and see Vince's influence still on that show. Jimmy, do you remember when I caught all kinds of shit in February for saying that Vince was back uh, contributing in a creative manner Mm -hmm. uh, via different means? It's something that we talked about. We said, and people didn't want that to be true. So they were very, very mad about it.
2: I also just want to say, I I think guilt by association is not fair. Sure. So, so again, maybe if something comes out discovery that Bruce Pritchard knew something, did something, that's one thing. Just because he's been tight with Vince, I don't think that's fair to call for his head. You know?
0: We got uh, Mr. Easley saying, I think it's insane that Vince, Vince's persona non grata in the WDB, 40 plus years of work down the drain. Good riddance to him. Does TKO do a full sweep of people who were close to Vince before mania? I think that they, whether it be TKO, independent third party, any of that, there needs to be a full investigation with resources and time poured into it and clean house, clean house of people that enabled it. Uh, Joel Wood says, I love how Slim Jim pulled the ultimate power play and said, either Vince is out or we're out. Love to see it. Me too. Me too. And I'll speak highly of one of our sponsors. The moment that this emerged, Blue Chew hit us up and they're like, we do not feel it's appropriate to promote our product on any uh, active shows that discuss this because oh, that really? would be insensitive. Yes. And they did this before as well. So, Obviously, the last week or so, we haven't had them on those specific shows, but I want to shout them out. There have been some very questionable things that, that people high up in that company have said are bad things outright that I don't agree with. But then there are times like this where I'm like, okay, glad that they they at least see the light there.
2: I also think that, as I mentioned earlier, if a move hadn't been made with Vince, Slim Jim would have just been the first. Because they had many sponsors at the Rumble, right? And I think it would have been a domino effect. And uh, that's why a move had to be made uh, sooner than later. Desmond says, do you think Vince should consider
0: himself lucky if he doesn't face any criminal charges? Oh, yeah, big time. I think he should consider himself
2: lucky, Jimmy. I still think that's a possibility, like we talked about. I do, about. too. I mean, yeah, I mean, again, the feds raided him. You're not doing that for no reason. So, uh, I, yeah, it's, it's, a very, it's a distinct possibility. I think I even told you last week, uh, you know, that he could end up dying in prison if this goes bad for him, you know? Yeah. So we'll see where it
0: goes. Mike Peterson says, Do you think the departure of Kevin Dunn had anything to do with the Vince allegations? Maybe, maybe as a contributing factor, maybe, but I, I can't say that I know the answer to that.
2: I thought that no. part of it was that it was just a different management group. He, you know, maybe sure. didn't have free reign like he did before. Cause you can understand, right? I mean, he worked with Vince for four decades and now you're not working with Vince anymore. You've got this new. Corporate executive group that you answer to, it's and just he's made different.
0: made financially forever as well. Tens of
2: millions, tens of millions. Yeah, uh
0: Mr. Alex has been watching the lawsuit. I'd say things have turned disgusting. As on YouTube and Twitter, the people who defend Vince are saying the lady who initiated the lawsuit has false memory syndrome, buddy. Those text messages aren't false memory syndrome, and if those are, if there is, that they they will find out if those are real text messages. And if they were from Vince's phone, like that is not a thing that you take in there and you just take the screenshots of it. There will be data associated with those text messages that either point to it being Vince or make it inconclusive. Uh, Jordan says with how big this is, could the lawsuit result in a wrestler's union or committee being formed to oversee talent? I doubt it. I think it will more likely result in something within TKO, Uh, like a wing of HR in order to report things like this. Uh, As far as a wrestlers union, I never see an all encompassing wrestlers union happening. Maybe like a WWE players association or AEW players association direct to that company.
2: Yep. I agree. We've talked about this too. TKO definitely does not want this because they got the UFC too. And uh, unless it goes back to the 80s, right? Jesse Ventura wanted to do it, but in order to do it, you have to have Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was yeah. taken care of, so he wasn't going to be a part of it. In order for it to work, you have to have all of the top guys, the guys being well taken care of. You have to have them on board with you. And the people that are being well taken care of, are they going to do that? It's t- it's difficult. It's difficult. So uh, I don't expect it.
0: Somebody's asking about some article that is has no basis to it, indicating that Shane walked away because he he had heard this and tried to stop him. We've not seen anything like that in the lawsuit. That is not a thing. That is a narrative that has been created by fans online. Rock know,
2: Joel. I'm sorry. I was going to say the only thing that I ever saw Shane say publicly was he left because his relationship with, with his dad was changing because of the business aspect and he sure. didn't want there to be a riff with his family. And that's what he said was the reason. Remember when fans
0: went to Snickers for the Moolah Battle Royal, got them to change it? Got to hit them where it hurts—their wallet. See, there are a lot of people that predate being kicked the hell out of the business. Moolah was one. Uh, <clears throat> Vince, Vince, is one. You know, there, there are people that did these aberrant things well before, and now they're now they're not being celebrated as a result, and they they shouldn't be. Joel Wood says, I got to do a percentage. What percentage do you think this case actually has of going to discovery? I'm putting a 10% on that,
2: Jimmy. They definitely don't want it. Yeah. Um, I'll go with you with the 10. I'll go with you 10. I think they definitely want to avoid that. Uh,
0: we have, I believe reached the end of the lawsuit, super chats and a humper chats. Uh, but actually we, we do have, uh, we have several. Uh, we need Luis to uh, sort of add a couple of these. Dylan says, uh, "How does WW or how does Triple H not read the lawsuit?" But Brock removed from creative. Well, I mean, you, you're you're briefed on it. Definitely, he doesn't have to read the lawsuit to have that that pulled.
2: And he uh, could have and- used those semantics. You know what I mean? He might have used those yeah. semantics. Yeah, you're right.
0: Molly says, ignore if this has already been discussed. If the lawsuit is not thrown out and the victim opts to not settle, then it would go to discovery trial. Is that realistically a possibility? Assume the victim turns down potentially hundreds of millions of dollars. That is absolutely a possibility. 100. It is, it is a real possibility.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to, cause you know how this stuff works, right? So WWE would try to stretch it out and kind of bury her in legal red tape. Of course. That's, that's what they would try to do. But um, discovery happens pretty quickly into the process. I mean, you saw with the MLW lawsuit, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if they can't get it thrown out, that's kind of the next thing that'll happen. I, I just, yeah, I don't think WWE wants anything to do with that. or TKO.
0: Mr. Easley, I want to thank you for being so generous with your super chat today. We greatly appreciate your support. He says, do you think Shane and Steph are done with WWE too? Crazy to think that no McMahon is in power right now. I'm 34 years old. I've been watching wrestling since I was five. It's truly mind boggling. It is. It is a significant, significant adjustment for an awful lot of wrestling fans that we're the top pro wrestling company company is synonymous with the name McMahon. Yep. And now moving forward, it won't be, I mean, Vince McMahon's son-in-law is still there. So there is that connection. However, we have seen such a philosophical shift in creative yep. uh, from those that a lot of people are like, okay, well, this is fresh. It's different. Um, what do you think about that? I I think there's more of a chance of Stephanie probably popping back up um, if we find out. Say we find out that Shane did take some sort of stand against this. Well, then I think that he will absolutely be back in some capacity. Um, Stephanie is a person who I think sort of writes her own future in that sense, unless we find out that there was some sort of enabling associated with, and at least based on her actions, on the surface it does look like she took heavy issue with being involved with her dad outside of that weird intro that she did a couple of years ago.
2: So Shane if you'll recall sold all of his stock. Yeah. Shane doesn't have any stock.
0: Talent and contract, that's it.
2: He's got the talent contract, right, but he has no stock and so there's really nothing in terms of like a corporate standpoint to really bring him back into the fold. I don't I think Shane's done. I agree with you on Stephanie. Stephanie still has a lot of stock. And her husband is still uh, what's his title CEO I think so Stephanie still has legitimate ties to the company I agree with you I could see her potentially being involved but I I don't I don't see Shane at all uh, he's long been done and aside from being a wrestler on occasion and I think well, that's done too with Shane.
0: Ryan says, "Do you think the Vince lawsuit will push talent on expiring contracts to leave, as well as free agents coming into the company?" Well, no, because Vince is no longer associated. And even when Vince was there, I asked some people with pretty, pretty excellent moral compasses, like, "How can you do that?" And they're like, "Everybody's money is dirty." That's what that's what their their reasoning for that was.
2: I remember um, several years ago. Sorry to cut you off. Several years no, ago. That's okay. Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet. She talked about how, when she was coming up to the main roster, so this is several years ago, Triple H was the one she knew. And I remember she did an interview saying, you know, whenever she would see Vince, she didn't even really know how to talk to him because she didn't have a relationship. Triple H was the one she knew. I think that this, I think this crop of talent don't know Vince McMahon. Hunter's the one and Sean is the one that they know. And so I don't think it's going to have any, uh, I don't think it's going to make a difference at all with, with talent.
0: So we have uh, wrapped up our lawsuit super chat. Jimmy, is there anything else you want to add before we get to the unrelated super chats?
2: No, in terms of the lawsuit, no. I think we covered all of it. Uh, as a big Brock Lesnar fan, I, I was very disappointed of because uh, there's reports that you could probably confirm that he was going to square off against Dominic Mysterio at Elimination Chamber. <laughs> I would have loved, loved to see Brock German suplex him all over the place. And so as a fan of Brock Lesnar, uh, it's disappointing, but yeah, uh, ultimately
0: considering the stuff at play, I don't give a shit. Yeah,
2: it is what it is, right? I mean, you couldn't have him on the show. You can't, that's just how
0: Desmond sent a super chat. Thank you. Yes. Boyce is considering the TKO merger. When does WWE start sponsoring logos on the ring? Like the UFC octagon. I wouldn't be shocked to see that this year. I wouldn't be shocked to see that this year. And for TKO, to perhaps start opening up sponsorship logos on gear and the like as well, and playing that into contract negotiations, saying, you know what, you can sell an advertising space on on your leg, your ass, your calf, your boots, whatever you got, whatever you got. I mean, during the Rumble match, <laughs> every, every wrestler is going to be wrestling in long sleeve shirts with <laughs> logos all over them like a NASCAR. I
2: mean, Finn's got the sleeves, right? So yeah. you could already do it with Finn, but I mean look at look at say the four-way, the fatal four way at the rumble. They got Slim Jim everywhere. It's on the post. It's on the, sure. the screens on the on the banners. Then the rumble matches themselves. They got the C four on the clock in the corner. They're absolutely gonna do everything that you I, just said. Absolutely.
0: I kept watching the uh I kept watching the 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 ring apron for the names to pop up. Couldn't do it. Tyler says punk hurt now means Cody Seth rock versus Roman at mania. Nope. I doubt it. I don't, I don't think so. so.
2: I agree. Matter of fact, Cody's going to be on SmackDown Friday, just so anybody, everybody knows.
0: Yeah. Um, Will says. says Let you, me ask you
2: this. Sorry to cut you off. Do you think they go Rollins Gunther title for title?
0: I hope they do. I spoke to Gunther about it, uh, and about possibly vacating that title. Um, and he's like, you know what? I I'd have to think about that. And things have changed since then.
2: I would love to see that myself. Title for title. I'd love to see it.
0: Will says, do you think Julia still goes to WDB after the report of AEW not thinking she's good? Hold the. F- God, this is driving me nuts. I saw man. that article driving yeah. me fucking nuts, man, that I got to address this on my own show. I never reported that. And I'm going to tell you, if you are a podcast, if you are an aggregator, if you are anybody, if you are especially one of these Twitter accounts that aggregate stuff and you are aggregating something that I said and Fightful isn't in the URL bar, you're a fucking idiot. You're a scrub. You are absolutely just completely out of place. Just ridiculous.
2: Sean and I talked about this uh, this late this morning. I've seen two podcasts now that apologized because they ran with that based on the Twitter article. And one of them straight up said, I should have done my due diligence like this. And and I've got a
0: lot of respect for people that do that for at least that own up to it. And I got people say, you've never, you've never apologized for anything that you've done wrong, buddy. We have been the most transparent wrestling website in the history of existence. When things don't go exactly as we report it, we will find out why we've had to issue a recant. uh, I think once ever and it was over satnam singh and jerry lynn so i think we're doing pretty damn good right now but listen just don't don't take aggregations from places that do not have fightful in the url bar to some capacity uh lonnie barker says rock wants to do something never done before rock roman uh three stages of hell they ain't doing that. No, they ain't doing that, Lonnie. Winner is head of the table. Long-term booking thoughts. Rock ain't working three matches, my friend. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Man was <gasps> <sighs> after
2: a spine buster. Do you think uh, they do the year-long build like they did with Cena? Um, I hope they do. I
0: really hope they do. I really hope they do. Bailey versus Roman at 41. Bailey finishes her story. Drew versus Seth with Damian Priest cashing in to make a triple threat. Fun Seth karma storyline-wise. I don't hate that. I think that Drew McIntyre is one of the most interesting uh, performers in the world right now. His I promo think he's on incredible. Raw
2: was savage, man. And oh, and God. and his so Twitter good. game since has it's been savage. Unreal. Yeah, it's he unreal. stepped it up. He stepped it up. I
0: think you go Sammy versus Drew versus Seth for the World Heavyweight title at Mania. I love that idea. I think those three would be great. I kind of want braun breaker versus gunther at mania as well if no brock around like go ahead and give give braun all of brock's creative (laughs) yeah (laughs) give me that man um gunther is my favorite wrestler on the planet now i think i told him to his face i was like man i think you're the perfect pro wrestler i believe everything that he says and does he's a main man he is WWE seems to be missing on all the free agents this is a worrying trend uh my friend they got andrade they got naomi They got Jade Cargill. I do not think that they are missing on all free agents. I think that AEW is in a position with scheduling and money to where they can uh, make some very interesting offers that are competitive, and that's what you want in pro wrestling. That is exactly what you want.
2: I think you have to look at the, the wrestlers as of late and the reasons that they went there. And and sure. Os- Osprey is the perfect example. And we you and I basically everything that Osprey said as to why he signed is exactly what you and I talked about before he signed. He wants to maintain a residence, he wants to work for other companies. I don't know uh what's going on with Okada, but you and I both said probably AEW for the exact same reasons. WWE's not gonna give them yeah. the same the same options, they're just not. That's that's just how it is. Jimmy, I know you had an out at 4 30. Do you want me to finish up without you? Uh no, we can keep going. I haven't heard a knock at the door yet from the we, kids. So. Okay. What's the latest update
0: on Jamie Hader? There is none. Uh all I knew was that she wasn't going to be back in 2023. Uh, with Braun Breaker getting Brock's creative for Rumble and Elimination Chamber, do you think they go all the way and give him Gunther at Mania? He said uh, that at the worst possible time. Yeah, right I joke. That's what I'm hoping for, uh, Vic. I want that because I think that there should be some parallels there. Braun should come up, he should get a lot of very dominant wins and then shoot him straight at somebody where you go, I-, I like matches, Jimmy, where you say, neither one of these guys can afford to lose this. Good. That's what wrestling should be. It should be that. And that's what I think that they should do.
2: What are your thoughts on some of the timing issues in the men's rumble? Because Braun eliminating Omas and Dominic eliminating Braun, you almost didn't even see it because the camera was too busy focusing on the next entrant. Like, what do you think? Of, do you think it's because just a new producer, in the truck and yeah, things new, out?
0: new producer is what I think.
2: Okay,
0: odds Okada is hangman's tra- choice for swerve tonight, uh, less than one percent. Uh, I'm half joking, but if Brock is gone, I'd pay for Okada what Brock is making. You know what? I can't say less than one percent because anything's possible, but as of last week, that wasn't the plan. Uh, Joel Wood says, You said for over a year that, uh, but also, let me add some more context, but also, I was told that. Uh, they would probably make it known who it was uh, in order to avoid that rumor. My God, these super chats keep rolling in. Uh, Rock or PK says, you think the Rock dropping that head of the table line had more to do with him alluding to joining the board and not about a match with Roman? I think it had to do with both. I think it was both.
2: Maybe subliminally, but he did it in a wrestling ring on a wrestling show. He's talking about Roman Reigns. K E seven, seven,
0: five says Sean, any guess on the two chamber matches and the steps for each one? Uh, will a title be on the line or just top contenders? I think top contenders for one. And I think that, uh, the women's tag should be in the other cause they have started to develop a lot of those. So
2: late. punk punk mentioned in his raw promo, he said I could go to elimination chamber and I could earn my shot. Yeah. So that tells me that maybe that's the direction they're going to go for the rock for the world title. With the March 6th Dynamite taking place in Georgia, do
0: you think the yet-to-be-announced March 13th Dynamite will be in Boston? I would be surprised if it wasn't. I would be surprised if it wasn't. Um, my, th- There you go. That's about all I can, I feel safe saying, as I would be surprised if it doesn't. Mr. Easley, another generous one. Uh, random, but who is AEW's major star currently? Do you think they could create or sign a major star that will carry the company? I think with... the the recent Jericho stuff and with MJF getting hurt and with sting retiring and with punk leaving, I think they are going to cultivate their own. I think that Mercedes is going to be a big one. I think swerve is well on his way. I think that they are accentuating the ones that they have. Hangman is a beloved guy there. Kenny is out for a long time. I think they are going to, Elevate an awful lot of people to what they think have that it quality and that that it factor.
2: Would you say right now, maybe by default, because he's the champion, would you say right now, maybe Joe is the top male performer in terms of star? And from a crossover perspective, he is on twisted metal. So, I mean, there, there's that at least. I mean, yeah, him I mean, and him top and star right now, yeah. Him and Hook uh, did a big overrun. I think it was like 973,000 something viewers for their match. Yeah. And a lot of that is on Hook too. But that told me that Joe's got something. He's got something with that crowd.
0: Netflix presents Head of the Table. Rock versus Roman. Could you imagine? With with setting up a punk feud with Drew when he returns, do you think Drew has quietly re-signed, given Punk won't be back till September? I would imagine so. I haven't been told that. But, I mean, all signs creatively point to it. Certainly. Punk
2: more or less said, when I come back, I'm coming for you first. I don't see him saying that uh, for no
0: reason. So. Bobby White says, Sean, are you able to ask about Kayla Rossi? She, she's she been posting about missing wrestling from what I remember. She was undefeated in AEW and she looked amazing. Would love to see her back on AEW ROH. Can you ask AEW about her? I did. There were no plans for her in AEW. She had been offered somewhat of a developmental deal at some point and it didn't, didn't end up happening, but she had an incredible physique. Cornell Bryant said, without Punk, would you see the world title match still night one or Bailey EO, Becky Rhea now? I think that they will decide as it gets closer. But if I had to say at this very moment, I would say probably Becky Rhea or Bailey EO. Um, but I think they'll wait until they, they see what the hottest story is. BB says, who does the music for WWE now? It's a company called Deaf Rebel and they suck ass. BB says, I think one of the reasons Rumble didn't hit was because the fans don't know the music. Also, they didn't have the big Tron that has the yes. video that prompts people
2: yes did you see the did you see the video of rollins i didn't so there's a video of rollins that a fan took that was what viral on twitter he's sitting up in a box right and when people were coming out rollins would like go like this because he didn't know who it was either so he'd go like this and then once it was obvious then he would kind of like pump his fist i agree with you the the lack of trons was a big problem the generic music is another big problem i didn't know half the guys based on the first couple you know bars of their music and, uh, and it used to be you'd know everybody immediately. That is definitely a problem. CJ Lilly
0: says, I know people who thought there weren't as many surprises this year. I think it speaks to the, the strength of current rosters. I think Alexa Bliss will be back then sooner than people think, I'd say, after Mania. I have no insight about Alexa. Sorry to, to tell you that, Mr. CJ Lilly. I know you're a big Alexa fan, but I have no insight. And, and, you know, motherhood can change a person. Motherhood can change your priorities really quick. Uh, it can also motivate you. She might look at that and she might say, I'm going to do this and I want my child to see me. I want to do this after having a child. I think there are a lot of, a lot of possibilities. Yes, boy says rock Roman buildup should involve all the family solo. Jimmy J Rikishi, Ava rain Tamina, Naomi, Naya anymore. I absolutely think so. I think they should pull in every person in that family that they possibly can. I get his mom them. on
2: TV, Sean. Get, Rock get his mom, mom on TV, that. Yep.
0: get Lance Hawaii. get anybody you can. Any news on Camille? She was unsigned as of this past week uh, and had had a talk with AEW when she was there. Any update on Rey Mysterio? I know they were hopeful he would be back for the Rumble, but unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Uh, Alex Silva says, I understand building up Cody's decision to pick Roman. Do you think this gives fans false hope for Rock showing up? Yes, it does. But, Alex, and thank you for the very generous super chat. We had just reported on FightfulSelect.com, Jimmy, that that wasn't the plan as of Saturday. Creative changed between Saturday and Monday to have Cody stretch it out a little bit more because they made it abundantly clear on Saturday what Cody's decision was. Yes, They made it evident. And then I thought, blessing in disguise, they let Seth Rollins come out there, cut at that badass promo, cut, he pled his case, and now he can say, I tried, and guess who I'm facing now? If it's Sammy, if it's Drew, he can be like the exact two kind of people I want to challenge for my title. He can take shots at Punk. He can say, that guy ain't a workhorse. Look, his arm blew up. He ain't wrestled. He ain't done anything. He can do an awful lot of, of uh, promo work there. These Humper chats just keep rolling in. Um, my God, guys. Corey says, one last question, Sean, do you imagine Rhea and Becky main eventing night one due to Punk's injury? That's, that's my front runner personally right now, because I think that two and a half months ago, that was my front runner.
2: I mean, Rhea has been the hottest woman in wrestling for over a year, so she deserves it. She deserves the opportunity. Vin says, "Notice, Kayla has been moved to a backstage
0: interviewer on the kickoff show. New producer call. There were a lot of changes to the kickoff show that were new producer calls. One like one of the things I loved most was that that Rosenberg walkthrough that they did. That was incredible. And I thought that really maximized Pete Rosenberg's uh, skill set as well. How and when do you think Mercedes will be uh, introduced? I think within the next couple months, I I don't see revolution as that because they, they got crazy ticket sales for that. You want to, you want to get another house for that. I think it'll be abundantly clear. Uh, the, I'm telling you guys, the moment I can report as much as I can, I will.
2: When you say they want another house for that, do you think that they're going to announce her in advance? I think they'll allude to it. Okay.
0: Any update on Gabby tough possibly returning? Nope. No, I, no idea on that. Why t- th- is nobody using Jim Johnson? Uh, he is uh, a 70 year old man. So that's why. Uh, <laughs> Vin says lost internet for a bit. Rogers in Canada is hot garbage. Any thoughts on the Bella statement seemed a little defensive out of nowhere. It wasn't out of nowhere. It was their father-in-law. That's right. People, father-in-law.
2: A lot of people don't know this. So yeah. John Laurinaitis is their father-in-law and in the, one of the things in the suit. So he, according to the suit, and you probably know this anyway, he wasn't in Connecticut full time. He was kind of coming and going. Sure. According to the suit at one point, his wife, the Bella's mom moved cross country to be with him while this was all happening. So of course this would affect the Bellas. I saw them, they were getting some heat for posting uh, a step, statement.
0: Stepfather. Sorry. People I'm sorry. Stepfather. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Father-in-law, I believe I did too. Uh, but yeah, stepfather. I there think they
2: absolutely have the right to say something because it's their mom's of course. husband. I saw people sure. raising
0: hell about it. Like yeah. I was like, what, what are we doing here? Thoughts on the graves, Barrett commentary team. I am very interested to see Barrett as a play by play guy. Very. How do you think
2: he'll do? How do you think he'll do?
0: I think he'll do pretty good. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Bolton says after the rumble, should Naomi win money in the bank? Should WWE sign Jordan grace when she's done with TNA? Uh, so Jordan grace has over a year and a half on her deal. Should Tiffany be on the main roster at raw after mania? Yes. Do they do Jade versus Bianca this mania? That is a fa- If they have Jade in their training for that match immediately,
2: immediately. I think there'll be a yes. tag team against the Kabuki Warriors for the tag titles.
0: I would like that too. That's what I think. Yeah. Have you heard any hall of fame inductees? No, but I hope they induct Bill after and they should induct Bill after into a special wing in Philadelphia. That would mean an awful <laughs> lot to him. There you go. And people are mentioning Jordan will not give up the OnlyFans. Yes, she's a millionaire, completely separate of pro wrestling as a result, but she might be the first person in WWE with an active OnlyFans page. There were other branded pages as well. But um also should Maxine stay as a valet rather than wrestle? Yes, after what I've seen, she should. That was a little rough. Yeah. Should Naomi win Money in the Bank? That would be a top, top runner, a top one for me right now. But I want to see how involved she gets in this bloodline storyline because to me, there is one person who has more pull over Jimmy Uso than Roman Reigns, and that is his wonderful wife, Naomi. Because how are you going to listen to anybody but Naomi if you're Jimmy Uso?
2: In terms of entertainment, I want Chelsea Green to win Money in the Bank. That'd be fun. She would be great.
0: That would be fun. I think Corey was the play-by-play. I don't care which one of them is play-by-play. I think they'll be great. I actually wouldn't mind if they did something a little bit different where they kind of passed it back and forth and was like a different kind of style. Who do you think Osprey will face at Revolution? Uh Somebody that can maximize his skill set type of thing.
2: Um Do you think they go with the top name like a like a Brian or a Moxley? Or do you think they go he with- should.
0: He should immediately step in and face and beat a top name. A top name. Yeah. Uh, A Moxley, I think, would be good. Could you see TNA WWE talent exchange similar to UFC 1? Yes, there are a lot of WWE talent that are interested in that, uh, that I I have spoken to. And uh, we'll see. But Jordan told me uh, that she hasn't heard anything as of yet. Slate Johnny says, Sean, can you give insight onto any other names slated to come to the AEW game? You mentioned Soraya. The game suffers from a lack of communication. Do you know how AEW games is run? I don't. I mean, uh, what can I say about this? (laughs) Things are done a lot differently in Japan than America. And I think that AEW is learning that throughout this process and the development of the game. They plan on adding more people to this game But that game has lost all steam right now. Yeah. All steam. Uh, Guys, we are wrapping up Super Chats, Humper Chats. Please, from this point, don't send (laughs) any more. We are headed uh, at 6 p.m. the award show. If you send in a Super Chat or Humper Chat there, it has to be related to the award show. Uh, But Cornell says, Rhea gets back-to-back main events, Chamber and Night One. I don't know about that. What what makes you think that she isn't of the ability to do that? She is, quite frankly, one of their biggest stars.
2: No question right about it. No question she about
0: it. She is transcendent. Transcendent. Yep. Every, you want to talk about the airport appeal. That woman, every time somebody sees her, they don't know what she does, but they know she does something important.
2: I saw she just did her very first uh, individual make-a-wish. Yes. Which is be doing a Good whole for lot her. More. It's good for her.
0: Corey said, sorry, one more, but with the stuff about Black and Murphy this week, do you see them back in WWE eventually? Yeah, I do see them back there eventually. I think Black probably sooner than Murphy based on contract stuff and options available. Uh, Bizarro says, been a sucky January. Hope you guys are well. If Swerve is facing RVD tonight, do you think that could lead to a hook match or more? Any thoughts on the Danhausen heel promo? I, I want Danhausen to do that. Um I want that. Now why did I why do I feel like over this crazy weekend that that swerve and RVD it was mentioned was mentioned okay. Because I know they're still teasing it as a dealer's choice.
2: I don't I don't think AEW's confirmed it.
0: Okay. Uh but a well,
2: couple of outlets mentioned it.
0: Well, I love that. Also, I would have loved if top dollar was literally a dealer's choice for either one of them. I think that would have been really cool. I think, cause first off swerve's getting cheered and he's going to get cheered over top dollar, but also if he would have picked uh top dollar for hangman, I think that would have been cool too. Uh, so yeah, uh, people say Okada joining AEW would be bad thoughts. Nope. I don't think it would be bad. Be bad. I think they would have, uh, have a pretty good effect on AEW's business, and they do need a big, big star. Uh, we've also got the, the thing about the Danhausen Heel promo. Danhausen is very smart. He is one of the smartest people in wrestling, period. And he set the stage for this to always be a thing. It's like when Asuka brought back the Kana paint at last year's Rumble Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It had never been referenced on WWE, but she had set that stage years ago to the point to where she did that reveal. People get chills, they cheered. When Dan Housen finally goes no more very nice, just very evil, it's going to go really, really well for him, I think. I, I think it'll be I'll be, be curious to see. I'll be curious to see. We're going to be like the evil gremlins. <laughs> it, like, you just never know what he's going to do. Uh, last couple ones, as we wrap up. Yes, Boyce's business question. Jimmy, have you ever had to deal with an employee that has caused work issues? If so, what was your method of approach to it? Oh, yeah. Uh, I can tell you you that I specifically know, before he even says anything, there was an employee that made somebody uncomfortable, and Jimmy got them smooth the fuck up out of there.
2: Yeah, the the biggest issue that I had was people wouldn't, they didn't want to come to me. Mm -hmm. So they would always try to deal with it with whoever their manager was, and they would only come to me if their manager couldn't handle it. So, oh, I had several situations. Not only did I have situations of somebody being accused of misconduct by somebody else, I had situations where I was flat out, um, had employees basically stab me in the back of it being flat honest. And uh, have those too, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I took care of each and every one of them. Uh, now, uh, the one thing I will say, and this is not related to the Vince thing, this is just me talking to me about myself. I would never make a move just based on the accusation. I had to see proof um and i did and it was it was uh, more than just and so uh, i took care of it that's it
0: we have one last super chat mr cj Lilly says to clarify vince is totally gone shares ownership completely because my non-wrestling fans still think he owns some of it he does still share
2: oh yeah 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 but, something like 10 11
0: but uh as far as any connection to wwe that is the extent of it uh, Jimmy, this is the longest show we've done in a long time. Uh, we knew it was going to go long. We knew it was a very serious subject that that needed to be covered. And I want to thank our audience. This is one of our biggest audiences that we've had. And I thought you provided an awful lot of of insight to this, that especially as, as far as running a business that hadn't necessarily been covered. And uh, I also want to take this time to thank John Alba for representing us so well at that presser. He is one of the best there is, period. And uh, we were we were honored to have him cover that aspect of things. And yeah, I we were doing this award show at six, right? And one of the things that got brought up is is like you can see our little awards there. And when we made those, they are not cheap to produce. And I had told Jimmy, well, it's important to me. Because I want the people that win these to understand that their sacrifices physically, mentally, emotionally, from a career standpoint, even though we report some things that maybe they might not like, I want them to know that that is important to us and it's important to our audience. That's why I felt like getting something nice was important. Likewise, I hope that every wrestler knows that their mental health, their physical health, their safety is important to us. And, uh, if, if you're ever in a position like this or know anybody in a position like this, even if fightful might not be the best equipped outlet to cover something like this, uh, we will gladly help you or put you in contact with someone who can, or does have those resources or, or something like that. We would, uh, we, we do care about you. We care about your safety. We care about the safety of our audience as well. And, uh, I want to thank so much of our audience approaching this with decorum and respect and and the ways that they should it because that's the environment that we want to cultivate at fightful and fightful select and that is the the community that we want to cultivate uh other people can have money from pieces of shit i i don't want that like we can we can leave that on the table and i'll feel pretty good about it as long as people feel comfortable and safe within our environment and our community and all that and hopefully uh Hopefully, uh, the the unfortunate sacrifices of Miss Miss Janelle Grant's personal life and her business life, unfortunately, will at least provide some help to some people. Uh, it, it's not it's not a silver lining. It's nothing like that. It's just I, I hope that this puts people in the right frame of mind to look at this and say. We if you find out something like this is happening, please say something to somebody at all at all. Um and and yeah, just lot 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 to this, and it was it was really horrifying to read. And hopefully the right thing happens here.
2: Yeah, and the reason I wanted to break it down is because I wanted to like I said, there was so much confusion, there was so much misinformation, and there was tribalism, Sean. Yeah, and so it's, I, it's
0: gross, man.
2: so I, I wanted to stick to the facts. I wanted to break it down. Like I said, from a, from a, from a, a business perspective, we don't need to go over the graphic detail. Uh, but uh, sure. I, I feel like we did that today. And so, uh, hopefully everything's been kind of cleared up and you know what, think what you want about Vince in terms of what he did for pro wrestling. He's getting what he deserves. I mean, the text messages are, are cut and dry to me. And so it's a, it's a sad situation, but it's, it is what it is. Guys, we are right back here in just over an hour, 6 p.m. Eastern.
0: Uh, We have the awards show, and we hope that you join us. Uh, Dozens of wrestlers are going to to join us. Uh, Myself and Denise Salcedo hosting. We've got Kate and Luis uh, producing and handling some super chats, humper chats. Thank you all so much. Until next time, guys, we're out.